going on guys what is shaking out there what is doing what is fucking happening man god damn it's been a long time and um i'm hoping that i can pull this thing together i really just threw this thing together quite literally in the last uh five ten minutes <sighs> i was on the uh the campground and we'll get to all that i was on the campground's wi-fi and it wasn't working i couldn't get a connection to do anything so I am now using my phone as a hotspot and hoping that it's going to do better. I've got people walking by and they're looking at me. I'm doing this thing outside, guys. I figured, why the fuck not, you know? Why not? Why not do it outside? It's nice out here. I don't know what the temperature is. Let's, Let's see. I've only got two camera angles hooked up today. I got this shot right in front of me. And then I've got, uh, you know, the normal shot from the iPad Pro kind of coming up into my nose right there. Uh, my uncle told me he did not like it. Said he liked the angle straight on a little bit better. Got some wind out here, man. It's been, you know, past day or so, it's been 12, 13 mile an hour winds and then gust, um, which my phone just fell down. Hopefully it's not cracked any more than it already was cracked, but I think it's going to be. It's 78 degrees outside. Uh, <laughs> stand by, guys. I gotta go pick up my other camera.
yeah, I mean, really. It's probably cracked more than it ever was. I don't know what to do as far as putting it up. I don't have anything I can uh, put on it, really. Not really. We're going to find something. Hold on one second. Propane tank, it just fell down again. I got this propane that I'm going to put behind it and uh, keep it from falling down like it's doing right there. Hopefully, that's going to do it, guys. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. So, this camera has fallen down two times. The screen was already cracked on the fucking iPhone. This is my iPhone 6S uh, Plus or Max or whatever it's called. And it's already fallen down, been cracked. That's why I got my new phone, and I'm glad it's not hooked up now because the wind has just blown this thing down a couple times, but now it's got a couple new cracks on it, but the camera still works on this side, so that's all that really matters. We'll zoom in. I've got the, um, the Mini Light uh, Rockwood from Forest River here in the background. That's what we're traveling in. Um, I did mention my uncle for a second there. William Shelton. He has an Instagram page now. Just started it up. He's an old man with a dog and some acrylic paint and he does a lot of uh, artwork. So if you're interested in some art, some eclectic stuff, some real unique things, um, get out there and check him out. Will Shelton Art on Instagram is where you can find that dude. I'm going to zoom in just a tad bit here. Let's get a little closer. I think I put a propane tank back behind the, the tripod there, tripod, and I think that's holding up fairly nicely. I don't know if you can tell, guys. I'm not really digging it, but I've got like a, a neck beard thing going on. You know, I hit the road last Tuesday, so it's been today. I've had one shower since then. Um, my facial hair grow out. I'm probably going to shave it back to a nice baby baby's bottom when i get to flagstaff here in a couple of days and we'll talk about that as well but yeah i've never i've always shaved like here down i've always shaved this neck piece and on this road trip i just said fuck it you know i'm not gonna do it i'm just gonna keep the beard going and just keep it you know kind of be a mountain man i'm on the road I'm going to taste, take a nice, ooh, man, a nice hot shower tonight, guys. You have no idea how much I'm looking forward to that shower. Let's open a beer real quick. Here's what we're going to drink tonight. Um, I picked this up in Arkansas when I went through there. We'll talk about that for a second as well. This is called The Hunter. It's uh, from Little Rock, Arkansas, Lost 40 Brewing Company. It's a deep coppery gold in color with spicy noble hop aromas and flavors. Mild, warm spice notes are derived from the traditional German-style noble hops, Haller II middle fruit, and the addition of uh, crystal hops lends to a subtle hint of citrus. So this is a, an Oktoberfest. See if we can share a pour on the mic here. Ooh, it's a little heady. Had it out here for a couple minutes. It's got to be a little bit. But here it is, guys. This is the color. 
That's the head on it. I dig it. I'm going to drink out of this can. As we're drinking, Oktoberfest is October. Um, and fuck, I guess I could have pulled that up, huh? I could have pulled it up right here and showed you guys instead of reading it. Here it is right there. Deep. Deep. 6.1% ABV. It's got 20 IBUs right here. Average rating of 3.69. Let's see what I gave it when I rated it. Well, it's not running very fast here, guys. Here we go. Uh, Oktoberfest. Why is it not showing my rating? Am I missing it somewhere? I don't know. The internet is so freaking slow right now, guys. All right, well, screw that. I'm going to go to my notes. And the screenshot didn't even change to my notes. I've, I've changed uh, screens here, and it's not even updating. Who knows what is going on? So what has been happening since I left? Well, I went, last Tuesday I left, I went up to the Cosby Campground, uh, National Park there in Cosby, Tennessee. Got up there on Tuesday evening, 6-ish, 5.30, somewhere around there. Mr. Slayton Johnson and his lovely wife, Lily, met me there with some Yeehaw Cerveza, which is a, a lager of sorts from Yeehaw Brewing Company. I think that's out of, uh, I think it's out of Nashville, Tennessee. They met me there. I set up. I had a great uh, had a great time there. I spent one night. Did I spend one night? No, I spent two goddamn nights over there. They had uh, some bathrooms, some uh, you know water. Didn't have any showers or anything. No hookups. I ran pretty much just off of gas and battery at that point there at Cosby. Uh, the weather was fantastic. A great first outing at a campground campsite. Met them the next day at a place called Fox and Parrot. And unbeknownst to me, you know, I looked it up. I said, let me, let me find a place that is pet friendly right there in Cosby that I can take uh, Leia the next day and let's go find some lunch and we can meet Lee, uh, Lily and Slayton for lunch. So I looked up those places and I found Fox and Parrot. It's an Irish pub. I said, okay, let's do that. Great beer selection, had some good food options. When I pulled into the site uh, around 12.30 that day for lunch, I recognized that I had been there before. The time that uh, Mr. Caleb Choir and I came up and saw Slayton when he was still at Lindbergh, we, uh, we went there and we had a good time. I think Lily went with us that time as well. So yeah, I'd already been there. The bartender there <laughs> she was super nice uh, extremely nice really nice not super attentive um, you know we didn't get any even a food menu for quite a while it took us a little bit to get a drink 
Uh, as a matter of fact, Slayton and Lily already had a drink when I got there, but it took me a second to get a, a drink and then the food menus. I had to go inside and find the food menus, but she had picked up the table <laughs> beside us and the table beside us had the uh, fish and chips. So they had a little bit of fish left and uh, of course some french fries and chips on the on the plate. And that plate in her hand when she was coming over taking our order and said, would your dog like uh, some of these scraps? And I said, yeah, I think she probably would. So she ended up giving her her rest of the plate. I thought she was maybe gonna charge me for a plate of fish and chips, as much food as she gave Leia. And it was hilarious. She just kept, you know, she gave her a little piece of fish and then she gave her another piece of fish and then a chip and then more French fries, more French fries, more French fries and said, can I give her some more? And I said, no, I think she's had enough. And it was pretty, it was pretty fantastic, really, that she was giving them, giving her that much food. What happened from there, guys? Well, I haven't done one of these shows in a while. You know, it's been, it's been almost two weeks since I've done a show. And I'm kind of out of practice. I'm out of sorts. I've got a lot of distractions going on, really. I got people over here. I got people over here. I got people walking around. The sun is setting. The temperature is, is, is coming down. And everybody is out and about. There's dogs going on. There's kids. Leia is sitting here ready to attack. Um, let's see if I can pull up a shot of Leia here as she watches everybody. Well, let's see. Nope. Go right here. So Leia is just like a gargoyle right here. She's looking and, and, and hanging out in wait. You know, this is all the, the scene that I got. People walking down the road. And, uh, yeah. It's just a big scene going on. It's fun though. A lot of people out and about. I like it. And let's get back to this angle here. I was supposed to go again to Slayton's house when I left the, the Cosby campground. I was supposed to go to Slayton's house. I was going to park at his property and we were going to do some whitewater rafting, some unknown events circumstances came up and we were not able to get together and do that so I took off that morning I guess it was that Thursday I don't know I can't keep the day straight and I really don't even care if I keep the day straight to be honest I mean that's the whole point of me being retired and not doing and doing what I love and what I want to do and just traveling the world in a travel trailer RV is who gives a shit what day it is I mean, the only reason I may, I may give a shit what day it is is if I want to watch the UFC or if I want to watch college football or Monday night football or um, if there's an episode of Survivor that comes on a certain night. Those are the only reasons that I might need to know what day of the week it is. So I really don't give a fuck what day of the week it is, honestly. I left Cosby, couldn't stay with Slayton and Lily, so I went up to Nashville. Tennessee, got there, and I went to Fat Bottom Brewery, had some fantastic beer and some, man, I had a, a mac and cheese flight, and when I pulled into this place, I, well, I didn't pull into the place, actually, I pulled up, and there was no parking anywhere near the place, I went down the street to this uh, 
looked like an abandoned lot, had a fence, you know, chain link fence around it, had Constantine wire along the top of the fence. So there was something super important there at one point. I parked there. I kind of waited 30 minutes or so. I, I was a little bit early for the brewery to open anyway. I waited for about 30 minutes or so to see if anybody was going to question why I was parking there, what I was doing. Nobody came up. Nobody said anything. So I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to park right here. I, I went up and down the fence line, no sign saying no parking, no trespassing, anything that warranted me saying, okay, I, I better jet out of here and go somewhere else. So I parked there. I walked down to Fat Bottom Brewing, which was about a quarter mile down the road. Fantastic beer, had an awesome outside area. Lay and I walked down there, tied her out. I went inside, I got my beers. I ordered some food. They have a mac and cheese truck, a food truck that sits there. I got a mac and cheese flight, which was phenomenal. One of the mac and cheeses I had was just a beer cheese mac and cheese. I had a jalapeno mac and cheese, which uh, was jalapeno bacon. I had a Memphis mac and cheese, which was, of course, barbecue. And then I had a buffalo chicken mac and cheese. So four mac and cheeses in the flight. One was better than the next. So much so that I took, well, it was so much mac and cheese that I took a bunch of it home. I ate on it for two nights, home, meaning the uh, travel trailer here. I ate on it for two more nights of mac and cheese. Phenomenal. Really, really good. I left there to go to Jackson, Tennessee that next night. Or no, that same day. I went to Fat Bottom and I was going to go to Jackson, uh, Tennessee and stay the night. So I went to Jackson. I looked up uh, Walmart RV parking and it told me that there was this uh, Walmart there in Jackson that was RV friendly that I could go stay. You know, an app that I use that, that tells me what places I can stay at Walmarts. I pull up to this Walmart, there's a giant sign that says, no RV parking overnight. I'm sitting there, I'm parked like in front of the, the post that has the sign on it. And a security guard pulls up in front of me, comes up you know, towards me and pulls up to my driver's side window and says, hey, can I help you? And I said, well, yeah, I was hoping to park here tonight, but you know, after that I used said that this was a, an RV friendly parking lot. And they said, well, it used to be, it's no longer, RV friendly. Uh, you can stay here for about two hours and then we got to kick you out. But if you go on over and I, and I told him, I said, look, dude, I'm having some trouble with my brakes because I'd had some trouble with my brakes since I left uh, Somerville, really. But I thought it was just some kind of noise, a little brake squeal, whatever. I didn't think it was a big deal. It continued to get worse and worse and worse as the travels went on. So I told the guy, I said, look, man, I'm really stopping here. I was going to I was going to pull through Jackson and uh, continue on to Memphis, but I was having so much brake noise and so much brake uh, grind that I figured I'd better stop and try and get this thing checked out. So stopped in Jackson, I came here to the Walmart, hoping I could stay overnight, get my brakes checked out on, on, you know, in the morning. And he said, well, I'll tell you what, if you go over to the Lowe's, they will allow you to stay overnight, but you just need to be out of there before the, um, before the managers show up in the morning. So I said, all right, bet, I'm gonna go over there I'm going to stay in the Lowe's parking lot. My plan was to get up first thing in the morning and actually go into Lowe's and talk to the manager and say, hey, I'm trying to get my brakes fixed. I'm not safe on the road right now. I need a place to stay. I would appreciate it if you let me just kind of hang out. 
until I can get my brake situation squared away. Um, manager there named Terry, she said, no problem. We're not going to tow your vehicle. Stay here as long as you need. The night before, I'd already set up an appointment at Firestone to get my brakes done at 11 o'clock that next day, that following day. I think that was on a uh, Friday. Doesn't really matter in the whole scheme of things. So that next morning, at about 9 o'clock in the morning, Firestone calls me and says, we are way overbooked. I'm sorry, we can't fit you in. We're not going to be able to get you in for a brake service until Monday. No, this is Friday. I said, well, that's unacceptable. Um, I'm really upset. <laughs> it really pisses me off because I went on the website and I scheduled an appointment. I had an appointment at 11, and now you're telling me I can't get an appointment until Monday. Your reservation system, appointment system sucks. Um, screw you. Do you have any other options for me to, to, to take a look at so I can get my brakes done? They said, no, we don't. So I went back online. Brake services near me. I typed into Google. And Midas came up, which is literally a block or two down the road from Firestone. So I called up Midas, 9 o'clock in the morning on Friday. Hey, I'm passing through town. I'm in a travel trailer. My brakes are shot. I'm not safe on the road. I need to get my brakes done. Is there any way you guys can fit me in? Yes, come on over. We'll, we'll, we'll fit you in right now. Wow. Would you have me done today? Are you going to have me, you know, is it going to take a day or two? No, we can get you, we can get you in and get you done today, depending on, uh, you know, how extensive the thing is. So I said, all right, I think I just need some rear brakes. I'm having some rear, rear brake uh, grinding, squealing, whatever. Bring it on over. So 10 minutes later, I was over there in the parking lot of Midas. I pull in, I go inside. The guy says, let's check it out. About 35, 40 minutes later, a uh, technician comes back in and says, Mr. Dales, uh, we've got some work to do, but we can get you done today. We have a couple of parts that, that we need to order that are going to that, that are gonna come across town that we can get today. We can get you all finished and squared away before close of business today. You're going to need uh, all four rotors need to be replaced on your, on your car, on your truck, on your vehicle. You need two rear brake calipers. Both of the pistons on both of the calipers in the back are seized. They're not retracting and releasing off the brake, and that's why it's just constant pressure on the brake pad, and it's uh, caused them to wear all the way down to the metal, and they're grinding against the rotors, which is why the rotors need to be replaced because rotors are now trashed. So you need four new rotors all the way around, two calipers in the back replaced, the hoses in the back replaced, the pads in the back, in the rear, replaced, and then we'll also replace all the, uh, the brake fluid. Fine, let's do it. If it'll make me safe on the road, if it'll make my travels, you know, 100%. I got some freezing going on up here, maybe. If it'll make everything hunky-dory and get me smooth sailing across the country, then let's do whatever the fuck we got to do. 1400 bucks later, end of the day, that Friday, they got me all squared away. So kudos to Midas, they did a great job. They gave me a, a military discount, got everything done, and it's, uh, man, the brakes have never been better on my truck since I've owned the plane. You know, I bought the thing in 2016. It's a 2009 Nissan Frontier, and the brakes have never been better. So I appreciate Midas 
screw uh, Firestone, they could go fuck themselves. So I left there. Um, I was still in Jackson, Tennessee, so I went to, uh, while I was waiting, actually, I went downtown, got an Uber downtown. I went to a coffee shop down there, Slow Hand Coffee, and then I went to Tailgate Brewing Company. Both fantastic. Tailgate Brewing, some wonderful beers. Had a pizza from there, an Oktoberfest special pizza that they were doing. And I tell you what, Rivals, any pizza I've had anywhere is just fantastic. Am I, am I saying fantastic a lot? Probably because everything was fantastic. I left there, picked up the vehicle, went back, got Leia. We went to Tailgate Brewing Number 2, the second location, which was literally about three miles away from the Lowe's that we were staying. And um, they had a tremendous outdoor area. If you, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen all the pics and everything that I posted from our stay there. Absolutely wonderful. All their beers were fantastic. I had some, we had some garlic knots. We had a turkey sandwich. We went back even the next day and had a, a lunch before we departed Jackson, Mississippi, not Jackson, Mississippi, Jackson, Tennessee. So I went to Tailgate Brewing three separate times, two different locations. Wonderful. If I ever go back through Jackson, which I'm sure I will, just to go back to Tailgate Brewing, I will go there again. Um, I left there. I had a stay set up at Samuel's Distillery in, where the fuck are they? I don't even know. Let's see if we can figure it out. Samuel's Distillery. Here's a Will Shelton's page, as a matter of fact. Why is this not coming up? This thing is not following me. There it goes. This is Will Shelton's uh, Instagram page right here. Check him out. Will Shelton Art. Some of his artwork down here. Beautiful. There you go. Check him out. Um, Samuel... Bryant Distillery, right here. Coming at you in a second. Maybe. Man, this internet is not working very nicely at all. I'm not happy with it whatsoever. But I want to. <laughs> this is the Harvest Host. So it, you've heard me talk about it a couple times on the previous podcast. Harvest Host. You can sign up 79 bucks for the entire year and it gives you access to over 1300 distilleries, farms, uh, wineries, uh, breweries, museums, all these different things. Here we go. All these different things. You can stay for free overnight. Well, it's not free. I actually got a deal 15% off when I signed up back in September. So I got it for 67 bucks. It, turn, it turns out to be a little over five bucks a month that I've got for this membership. I've stayed at two locations so far. I'll talk about the other one here in a second. I've got a third location set up for tomorrow night on the other side of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, SamuelBryant.com. 
Well, that was in Jackson, Tennessee, too. So, yeah. So all I did was leave. Um, shit, where was I? You know what? <laughs> forget, forget everything I just said. All that stuff that happened with the truck and the Fat Bottom Brewing and Tailgate Brewing was all in Nashville. I'm sorry. I left Nashville, went to Jackson, Tennessee, and that's where I found uh, Samuel Bryant's Distillery. I stayed the night there, did the Harvest Host membership. Fantastic uh, parking situation for the RV. Great samples. Uh, Pete, the, the father of the owner there, uh, Danielle, Anastasia, all the people, all the employees there that worked, plus Samuel, the owner, were just top-notch, 100%, fantastic. I would highly recommend it if you're going through Jackson, Tennessee, hit up this distillery. It's a little short shoot right off the interstate. I mean, literally, right off the interstate. And just some of the best people you could ever meet. And the mixed drinks that they make with all their spirits are phenomenal, top-notch. I am just rambling about nothing, guys. I'm sorry. I'm so discombobulated. I've just got too many things to talk about. I've had so much going on since I've left that um, it's just too much. I've got, fuck, I've got my damn, I've got my screen freezing up. We just need to get the fuck out of here, really. We're uh, almost 30 minutes in anyway, but I uh, love truck stops. I like to talk about them for a little bit. They've got everything you need. I have found um, cheap gas. They got dump stations. They got uh, easy in, easy out. Uh, they got food. They got anything you can imagine. Dog parks. You can take your dog. They got a fenced in area. They can run around. They can do whatever. Fantastic spot. Loves truck stops is the way to go if you're traveling in an RV. Uh, pilots are good too. Flying J's are also good. I want to go back to my other shot, but my phone has frozen over there. I don't know what's going on with it. I left uh, the Samuel Distillery, and next I went down to Springdale, Arizona, and I went to Saddlebach Brewing Company in Springdale, Arizona. That was my next second Harvest Host trip. Another fantastic situation um, my MacBook Pro here is telling me that I am not connected to the internet maybe that's some of my problem I don't know I think my other phone is cut off altogether Saddlebach Brewery not the best beer in town although the vanilla oak barrel stout that I had was very very good The rest of the stuff, not so much. I mean, it was okay. Just, you know, mediocre. Had a blackened chicken sandwich. was fantastic. Jennifer there, the bartender, took care of me very well. Uh, they allowed Leia to come inside. Both the distillery and the brewery, actually, allowed Leia to come inside and hang out. So pet-friendly is what I'm looking for when I do these harvest, harvest hosts. I would highly recommend going to Saddlebach Brewery if you're in an RV huge uh, back lot to park into almost like a farm really and uh, you know we saw a deer out there I swear 
when I left the brewery that night at nine o'clock and was walking back to the travel trailer that I saw an alpaca that uh, Leia tried to attack and tried to chase. Left there and decided I was gonna drive all the way to Amarillo, Texas. So I had to go through Oklahoma City, Oklahoma to get all the way, all the way to Amarillo. We drove pretty much 12, 13 hours that day. On the way in, we stopped at a place called The Garage, which was in Shawnee, Oklahoma. Oh my God, one of the best burgers I've had in a long, long time. I got a bacon double cheeseburger. I upgraded to the bison meat for three bucks. I got the Parmesan uh, garlic truffle fries, set at the bar there, had some great Oklahoma beer, uh, a couple different IPAs, Lively uh, Beer Works and Coop Brewing Company out of Oklahoma. Oh, that was just the perfect stop. The burger, the fries, the beers, the company, the decor of the place, everything was just on point. I would highly recommend the garage in Shawnee, Oklahoma. Left there, drove straight all the way through to Amarillo, Texas. Pulled in about 11 o'clock, had found another Walmart on the app that I use, and I was crossing my fingers when we pulled in that it wasn't going to ship me again and be a Walmart that did not allow you to park there. Pulled in, there was already three RVs there. Parked, got into bed with Leia, watched a little Netflix, and we had a fantastic night last night at the Walmart parking lot, really. Woke up this morning, I went to a coffee shop, left Leia. Uh, the coffee shop didn't allow dogs. I went to a coffee shop called, um, oh, I didn't write this down. It's a coffee shop in Amarillo, Texas. I can't remember the name, guys. I'm sorry, I apologize. Great coffee, I had a Cortado and then also had a green tea. I stayed there for a couple hours, just kind of checking my next route, uh, trying to make some reservations for my next day and plan out, trying to make my final destination or one of my final destinations. Nothing is going to be final, but I'm trying to get to Flagstaff, Arizona before the snow comes and hang out with my older son and his wife, Megan, and a bunch of other people that I know they're friends. Um, I guess my what would they be called? They're Brian's uh, in-laws, I guess. So hanging out with Bill and Ellen. So my next stop, it's gonna be another Harvest Host stop. I'm leaving, I'm staying right now at the, uh, the Big Texan RV Ranch. That's what it's called, the RV Ranch. Full hookups, got cable, uh, water, sewage, power, everything. We got showers, we got an indoor heated pool, um, hot tub, sauna, bathrooms, the works. Three different dog parks. Uh, I went around the corner here about a mile and a half away to the Big Texan Steakhouse. Had me a fantastic Texas steak and some beer from their brewery. We're going to leave out here first thing in the morning, 9, 10 o'clock-ish. And we're headed to, I think it was called Gentry or Grant's. Gentry or Grant. Let's
Paul Grant. It's a place called the Route Route, sorry, Route 66 Junkyard Brewery. Here we go. Let's see if it'll pull up pull up on the screen here. Is this thing working? Yeah, this fucking thing ain't working either, man. Let's, let's get out of here. Let's go back to here. So the Route 66 Junkyard Brewery is in, yeah, Grants, New Mexico. So it's just on the on the west side of Albuquerque. We're going to hang out there. They are a Harvest Host um, host as well, their brewery. They're actually in a junkyard. They have 10 acres of land out there. So they can hold about 15 oversized RVs. I've got a reservation there for tomorrow. Said I could show up anywhere between 12 and 9. They're open from, uh, or 11 to 9. They're open from 11 to 9. Said show up whenever. And we're going to show up. And we're going to drink some beers. And they're going to have some food. Maybe they'll have some live entertainment. I'm not quite positive. But that's where we're going to be staying tomorrow night. It's all free. Again for the uh, $79 a year membership. And then we'll leave out um, Thursday morning and we're gonna make our last final trek up to Flagstaff. That's gonna be a, a pretty hard trek. It's gonna be two, 3,000 mile elevation change up into the mountains of Flagstaff to about 78, 7,900 feet. And hopefully Late afternoon on Thursday, I will finally be in Flagstaff to hang out with my oldest son and his family and friends. So that's what's going on, guys. That's really about it. That's really about it. Um, that's it. I know that was boring as fuck, but I just want to give everybody an update on my travels and what's going on. We'll eventually get to sit down and talk to some people, some brewers, some business owners. Uh, we'll do a podcast with my son, maybe some of his friends, maybe his wife. Uh, eventually, I'm going to get over to Reno and finally do a, a podcast with my youngest son, Alec, which I think is going to be super interesting. Not that <laughs> the one with Brian is not super interesting, but I think Alec is going to bring something different to the table. So yeah, cheers guys. We're just sitting outside, enjoying the late evening Amarillo, Texas weather. It's fantastic. I don't know what the, the temperature is right now, but there's a slight breeze going. The sun is setting. We are at 76 degrees, as a matter of fact, right now. It is fantastic. Everybody's out and about. Some people got jackets on. I don't know why. It's not that... Uh, not that cold, but I guess if you live in Texas where it's hot all the time, maybe it is a little chilly. But got some people over here cooking out on the grill. Ah, it's a nice little park over here, guys. I'm enjoying it. I'll talk to you soon.